Welcome to another episode of the Designers FM podcast. Today is another short topic episode and we're going to talk about designers becoming entrepreneurs because there are a lot of tech founders, there are not a lot of design founders. And I asked Andre why he thinks this is and how this might change in the future. Designers becoming entrepreneurs. Mm, Yes. Why don't we see a lot of designers doing it, launching their own products, companies, or product companies? Why do you think this is a thing? So I I have two theories that I can go down here. I'll give you the first theory, uh, which I think is, I think there's some truth to it, but I have no data to back it up. And then I'll talk about my second theory. My first theory is that when you look at the history of software, so let's talk about entrepreneurship and the technical space and the technology space, excuse me, not in other fields. So we're going to talk about software companies and uh, software service companies. Okay. In this space, if you look at the trends, you can align what happened in other industries that had a very technical uh, start, like the automobile industry. So in the automobile industry, you look at cars from early on and they were just trying to figure out the engines, like how to make a combustible engine, how to design the engine, how to design the car, how to design the car so that people didn't die when they opened the door. <laughs> yeah. All these kind of like really important. Yeah, really important. All these kind of fundamental things. And they went through a lot of engineering style uh, practices. And it wasn't until, I don't know, maybe the 50s that the aesthetics and the design and the more appeal of the car in other ways came into play because they finally got the engine and other pieces under control and more predictable. Uh, And then you go further on and you get all kinds of other trends happening. So if you look at that and you map it to what happened in software and computer technology, I think which is that for the first good portion of our industry, they're figuring things out, how to make a server, how to get the uh, other connections, how to do input output memory boards, memory chips, et cetera. Then you get the software piece in play, how to do an operating system, how to do one that can handle any arbitrary device being attached to it. And that time is like the 50s, 60s, and 70s because Microsoft uh, DOS comes out in the late 70s, if I recall. And Apple and Xerox come out with the kind of graphical user interface in 79 and 84. So for a long time, you have the engineers just figuring out the problems that are in this business. And they're very technical. How do you get any of this stuff to work? Like when you press the power button on your machine, why does it start up and why does it load software? Yeah. <laughs> these are the, these are fundamental things. So if you look at that and then you map to when that settles down enough, it settles down probably in the late eighties, early nineties. Cause that's when the internet starts to come into play too. Now I say this because anecdotally, this is my experience. I got into it right as it was settling down where there was 30 to 40 years of technical building on the software side. And then the user interface and the interaction, the ease of use, all of these things start to come into play right around 88, 89, 92, let's say. And that's when I got started. So if you look at that, you time shift. So engineers spent the first 30, 40 years building this stuff and the knowledge. Then later on, the designers come into play and help shape it more. That gives the engineering side more time to learn the ropes on the business side. Yeah. And so they have more knowledge about how the business works. And so we're just time shifted. We are just now seeing designers catch up with that group of entrepreneurs. And if you look at things like Airbnb, 
if you look at things like Figma, if you look at other companies that have more of a design sensibility, they have founders who come from that world to some degree. So we're just time shifted. It's just now starting to happen. I don't think it's going to be like this forever, but I think it's just now starting to happen. So, so that's my first theory is that we are beginning to see it finally. It's not that it's not possible. So to your point, like your prediction for the future would be that the at, that we are going to see more and more designers starting companies, or at least it's going to, it's going to level out a little bit. So it's not so much engineering led companies yes. and a little bit more design. And the reason them. for that is AWS is settling down so you can spin up lots of services. Yeah. Google Docs has made it so that you don't have to have a lot of investment uh, in software and other things to get executives and business practices up and running and uh, more frameworks coming out. The reason why I was always really jazzed about React and uh, React Native is that this gives people the 80% stuff that they need to build a product. So you're going to see a lot more product style innovations and service innovations rather than technical innovations. So to me, a technical innovation is what like Uber did on the logistics side, as yeah. well as on the interface side where they're drawing maps and having the cars draw around the maps. Yeah. So I think we're about to see a lot. Yeah. And do you think that the product people, especially because of this movement of frameworks and the no code movement also like now are catching up and now maybe for their, maybe for their MVP don't even need to have an engineer anymore to start their own business? I think to start, that might be true, but not to, to get through. No, 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 like just for the start. Yeah, I think to start, that'll be true. Because we're talking about like founders. So mm -hmm. if a product person can validate and start a bunch of companies without having an engineer on their side, even without having a designer on their side, then that could also give them a head start. Because as you said, like who knows the business best, that probably should be the product people. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, truth to that. And I think we'll know or we'll see it when we see um, a lot of innovation coming out of places like in Africa, Indonesia, and South America, which I'm starting to see a lot of, especially in Africa and Indonesia. You're seeing a lot of really interesting ideas coming up from people who don't need the hardcore engineering team out of the gate. And their, and, uh, and their background yeah. or their knowledge just comes from like knowing the market really well. And knowing their customers, yeah, knowing their culture, all of that stuff, exactly. And does this mean, yeah. following this train of thought, does this mean that the unique selling point of us as designers needs to be way more focused on translating like a customer problem into an actual solution and less on the, the productivity side? Yeah, this goes back to the title uh, thing a little bit for me, the job title of a designer, which is the job description to some degree. I think of my job as one of two ways. One is I either um, am solving the problem. And if I'm solving the problem, I want to be part of the founders and part of the business and part of what this thing is going to be about. Yeah. The other one is I, I shape the solution to the problem. And that's when I get hired by somebody to be a designer to, to what, to, to, and whatnot. I always think that solving or shaping the solution is a very honorable job. I think it's an amazing job. You get paid really well. It's a lot of fun and whatnot, but I feel like a lot of designers want to do the former. And if you want to do the former, you need to start your own company yeah. or be part of the founding team of that company, in my opinion. Otherwise, you should just really get in there and shape the solution, not change the solution, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah that makes complete sense. So once you start and once you get the momentum and you understand what you're building and you want to scale, et cetera, then the other things come into play. 
that the, you hire designers and engineers where the designers shape the solution and the engineers execute the solution. And then if you're a part of a founding team, you're actually trying to figure out what the solution is to get to that next stage. So in that regard, our jobs, are, I think, need to be respectful that when we get hired by a company. We are there to solve and shape their problems, yeah. not our own. And if we are strong and really believe that we, we can do it better than what the company is doing, we need to go do our own companies. That's to me, that's it. Yeah. It's fine. And the technology is making this extremely possible. So there's no more, there's no more whining. <laughs> just let's just go do it. One of the two. Yeah. And the rewards are great on both ends of those. I think both of them are huge wins. What are some examples that you've seen of great like new products or new companies that have been launched without without engineering to start with? Do you have some examples? Uh, wow, that is a tough one. So I think to start, you could claim that Airbnb was one of those. Now, they, they had engineering, but nowhere near what they needed to do what they're doing right now. But they had a lot of vision, and they were working enough in an analog space that gave them a, a good chance of figuring this kind of thing out. Figma was not, because Evan was an amazing engineer for GL. Yeah. <laughs> so Figma is not a good example of that, because it needed a, a, an amazing hardcore engineer as one of the founders to um, really go for it in a way that I, I had not seen in a long time. Uh Maybe if you're a designer right now and mm -hmm. that you you have a great idea and you can also do part of the execution, but you don't know how to how to build it yet. And should you be looking for an engineer or should you be investing in making that yourself? I see what you're getting at. If it's a product that requires a new interaction model or a new way to use the the computer, and by computer a phone as well. Yeah. You're gonna need an engineer. So to that point, um, drawing or using a pen tool or making a, a graphics tool is going to require an engineer more than what you can do. If it's a business idea, like more of a purely business idea, let's say you want to do some kind of local grocery um, option. So you want to get a neighborhood to do farm to plate stuff yeah. more quickly that you're going to need less of an engineer because there's a lot of the infrastructure in place for the database and the servers and all of those things. And you just need to really work the business. Like how can you help people upload what they're growing or what they're offering, et cetera. If it's a new, if it, there's more of a business piece to it, then you probably don't need an engineer in that regard. And yeah. I think there's a lot more businesses like that than there are of the other one. The other one is going to require still, no matter what, I think good designers, good product people and good engineers to really get off the ground. Yeah. So basically saying like any marketplace could be built without or started yes. up without the engineering. Yeah. And this is actually why I think Africa and Indonesia and South America are super interesting. Yeah. They, those people there know their culture and know their markets and all the idiosyncrasies and all the problems that are there. And they can start building a lot of really interesting ideas that a lot of us just don't see. We, we're blind to what the real problems are. So when I hear people talking about microtransactions in Africa, they're on a whole different wavelength than I would ever imagine. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And I think that's also like the struggle that a lot of bigger companies have when they go to areas like Southeast Asia and Africa. It's like mm -hmm. the dynamics there are so completely different. Yeah. That trying to mold your product into something that fits there versus what you're saying, like start up like a new business there and making it completely local is much better. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Cool. I think the next decade is going to be pretty exciting with that stuff.
The second theory is very simple and it's a little cynical. <laughs> the second theory is that to, to, to really be a good entrepreneur and to really get things off the ground, you have to be ruthless. In my opinion, you have to be super ruthless. You have to be willing to do things that are very difficult to do, whether it be hiring, firing, change the business, take risks that people don't take. And I tend to find that designers, as designers, we are super sympathetic to customers and empathetic to their struggles. And we tend to not be nearly as ruthless as we need to be to start companies. So that's my cynical second theory. I agree and I don't agree. So I think there are... I think there are successful businesses out there that do really care about like the customer, but I, I think it de it depends ruthless to whom. Because I think you can be the best, you can be on your best behavior to your to your customer, but be the be the biggest asshole to your suppliers and whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a uh, good point. My my experience, I think, the, I, in my head, the the ruthless to whom is to the people you've hired and working with. Yeah. Because quite frankly, if you want to get things done and somebody's not holding up what they want to do, you got to get rid of them. Yeah. And that's super hard to do. Thanks for joining us this week on the Designers FM show. Make sure to visit our website, designers.fm, where we put links to all the shows on all the different platforms so you never have to miss one. And uh, you can also subscribe to updates so you don't miss a show. Um, while you're at it, if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or just tell a friend about us we'd be extremely thankful. That's all for now. I'm your host, David, and this class is dismissed. <laughs>